and just attacked me. Um, that was so unbranded. Anyway, welcome back to Educating Jamie with Odin the Cat. Um, I'm currently nursing a very sore thigh because he just dug his claws into me as he tried to climb up and jump onto the desk because he loves to say hello to his regular listeners and he's very annoyed at me for taking another little break which was uh, caused by the uh, surprise resurrection of my comedy career so thank you very much for that comedy industry thank you for supporting the podcast this year i've had some really surprise messages from people who i had no idea were listening to this show i've met comedians at gigs who said they were listening i very much saw this as a mid-lockdown breakdown and people have said really kind things so thank you for that also we've got two new reviews on itunes steve bridal said very insightful interviewer and matt toppin who said absolutely fascinating that will be forwarded on to uh, to my dad in an excel spreadsheet anyway you don't know how people are going to react when you kind of do one of these sorts of things and uh, the other day i saw someone pushing a dog in the pram and you know what i i judged them and then I remembered that I do a podcast with my cat, which is 100% dog in the pram energy. And I just want to thank you all for supporting my life choices at this moment in time. Last time out on the podcast, I did say that the next person I'll be speaking to will be my good friend Mariah Verstraten. But she's going to be in episode six now, so she'll be rounding off season one, which I know she'll be delighted with. And this week, I've got a really festive special treat in store for you all. Uh, We're going to be speaking to my good friend Thomas Brosnan. Thomas is a mental health professional with over 20 years experience as a teacher, addiction specialist and psychotherapist where he's worked with organisations such as the Priory and the NHS. He's the founder of Thought-Based Therapy, a uniquely respectful and responsive approach to traditional methods of recovery such as 12 Steps and SMART. We're going to be speaking about coping over Christmas with mental health challenges, specifically to do with those relating to addiction. I've never found Christmas the easiest of times and personally I found the chat really helpful and hope you do too. Um, if you'd like any information about Thomas's work, uh, do listen to the end and we'll be leaving that in the comments afterwards um in the meantime please enjoy thomas brosnan you know how do you sort of reconcile kind of your own experiences with what you now know as like a therapist in terms of how do you kind of put those two things together when you look at like the whole experience of christmas itself well i guess i know what christmas was like for me growing up and I know what it's like for me now as an adult who is a parent and also somebody who's in recovery. So when I talk about recovery, I don't just mean like recovering from alcohol and drugs, let's say. You know, when I talk about recovery, for me, recovery is a much broader um, term. It's more of an umbrella term, which can be given to recovery of self. You know, people who are um, separated, from a long-term relationship that they've once had, people who are, you know, divorced, people who have lost somebody, people who might have um, experienced some sort of trauma or some sort of diagnosis or kind of disability, you know, it's about recovery of self. So I appreciate what Christmas was like for me growing up, like in in an Irish household, Catholic, um, where I talk about the traditions of, you know, going to the pub, you know, kind of having a drink, getting high, whatever else was, was involved in that. So as I've kind of traversed through life, 
I've realized well you know what it doesn't actually have to be like that I can still enjoy the day and not get high I can still enjoy the day and not have to spend a massive amount of money on pair uh, on presents you know I can still enjoy the day and and remember everything the next day you know so I think for me it's 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 holding its itself in a different light now I was going to ask as well, you know, to someone who might be kind of because a lot of people are um, because of COVID kind of, you know, possibly facing it on their own this Christmas or facing it in really difficult circumstances. And what sort of like practical advice would you have for someone with addiction issues uh, facing Christmas, like in the hardest, hardest kind of uh, situation that they've had? for a long time okay so you know we don't have to do anything we don't want to do no matter how compelled or how kind of pressured we might feel to want to engage in something or to take part in something we don't have to do anything we don't want to do you know we've always got choice at some fundamental level and I also appreciate how that desire to use my override all over motivation to the point where we don't feel we have a choice but we actually do so wherever we are, whatever we're doing, whoever we're with, we can leave whenever we want to, irrespective of the time we are supposed to leave or whenever we arrive at somewhere, we can leave wherever we want to, you know. Um, something else that a lot of people I work with like to do as well, and I spoke about, you know, giving back and how we create a life is by giving back, is to volunteer. You know, there are many, many charities, you know, throughout London where we're kind of based um, you know, where people can get involved over Christmas and, um, and support their local charities, whether it's like, for example, Crisis or a soup kitchen or things like that. So people can actually volunteer. Um, we spoke about the connection as well, that power of human connection as well, that healthy connection. And equally, there's that opportunity to disconnect from any person, place or thing that we know is not helpful or healthy for us because one's recovery, you know, is a priority, is a priority. You know, so we must do us. We must do our own thing. So whether that's attending a local meeting, whether somebody's, you know, part of the 12 step movement or smart recovery, you know, there are meetings online where people can access, uh, you know, a meeting or a group, whatever time of the day it is in whatever time zone they're in in the world, you know, therapy as well doesn't have to be reaching out and talking to a therapist but it can just be literally talking to someone who is a trusted person can be quite cathartic as well um you know bearing those things in mind for me there's something called recovery capital which is if we're thinking of ourselves as let's say an emotional bank account how we can invest in ourselves how we can invest in our recovery so keeping doing the things that instill that sense of self that ability to feel worthy and confident in knowing that we are doing the right thing you know, the very things that we've been doing all year, like I said, like going for a walk, going for a run, heading to the gym, you know, lots of gyms now are 24 hours, lots of gyms are still open on Christmas Day, we can cook some good food, some wholesome nourishing food, you know, not eating crap, let's say, because then we're going to feel like crap, but I get that Christmas is a time for treats and things, but let's not overindulge, 
you know, watch a movie, Jamie, what you do on comedy on stage, man. I always talk about how laughter is the best medicine, right? So what can we log on to? What can we go and search out some comedy that's going to really make us laugh and intrinsically kind of make us, you know, feel content and satisfied? Because if we can get lost in that performance. We can get lost in that movie. You know, we can get lost in the book if we decide to read one or even listen to a podcast, you know, really tuning into somebody that, you know, we find inspiring, we find motivating we find enriching um and i guess another thing really just is about keeping up the rituals and the behaviors that we've been doing all year round you know because we know we should do it and when we know we should do it and we do it we feel better as a result of it so it's not about procrastination for me it's about procrastinating action really taking the action that's going to kind of determine our success and know that our success is determined by our actions. So if we put something in, we're naturally going to take something out of that as well. And this is where I talk about seeing ourselves as a bit of an emotional kind of bank account, a bit of, uh, you know, an emotional investment. So when we might not be feeling great, when we might be having that bit of a low day, that bit of a low mood, you know, we can withdraw from ourselves because if we're not investing, you know what, Jamie, one day we're going to go to make that withdrawal and it's going to say insufficient funds. You know, our reserves are depleted because we're not doing the things that we know we need to be doing every day, doing that one small thing that's going to make a difference. So let's not get distracted. Let's not be tempted. All right. Because in my opinion, a confused mind doesn't achieve anything, despite the fact that it's telling you is that it is. So they're just a couple of things that I think people can do. So keeping up the rituals, thinking about your recovery capital, that power of connection and equally that disconnection from any kind of unhealthy stimuli you know, volunteering and knowing that wherever we are, whatever we're doing, you know, we can leave whenever we want to. That is fantastic, Thomas. Um, thank you so much for your time today, man. That's some really fantastic advice there. And I think as well, like it's so empathetic and so sympathetic to people who are going through it. And I think, you know, isolation as well is, is an incredibly difficult thing to, uh, to be yeah. facing. So what you're saying there in terms of the rituals, uh, finding the sense of self, you know, eating properly, all of that kind of stuff. That's really going to ring true for a lot of people, man. Thank you, Jamie. And again, I appreciate the opportunity because I know you've not been feeling great. And, uh, <coughs> you know, I'm in school on Friday and I hope that you're feeling better as well. Um, Cheers, but, you know, just, just to finish as well, like there's um, something I would say to everyone listening and watching or even hearing this back on the recording, you know, don't overthink it, you know, keep it simple um and you know christmas is all about being a kid right so let's not forget how to be a kid let's really get involved in it whatever we're doing whoever we're with whether we've got children nieces nephews whoever is it you know what i'm thinking of right now is that honey i shrunk the kids moment let's just kind of like immerse ourselves in it and just be yeah. in it man and just enjoy it because it doesn't have to be anything other than what we would like it to be yeah yeah, yeah that's exactly. kind of where i'm at no, that's, that's fantastic, man. Thank you. Pleasure, Jamie. No doubt we'll catch up soon. Definitely, mate. Um, take care and, uh, yeah, have a lovely Christmas, mate. You too. Bye. Thank you, Thomas Brosnan, for our seasonal special. To stay in touch with Thomas, you can find him on Instagram at ThoughtBasedTherapy. If you'd like to speak to anyone during the holidays, please remember you can always call the Samaritans on 116123 and there'll be someone available to listen at any time of day. Huge thank you to everyone who's listened this year. Thank you for leaving reviews. Thank you for spreading the words. In the meantime, have an amazing Christmas. Um, enjoy yourselves. Uh, remember, it's just a day. 
and have a fantastic 2022. Say goodbye, Odin. Oh, that's pretty good.